welcome to On and Off the Pitch. Welcome to On and Off the Pitch, your favourite podcast. I'm Rodney Cyrus. I hope you are well. This is game day two results and it has been absolutely fantastic in terms of what could have happened and what did happen. Game day two saw Southampton continue where they were from week one with a 2-0 win and keep control of the top of the league. Uh, Blackburn's plucky style of play could not thwart the Saints. Goals from Farah and an own goal from Brooks saw them lose and saw Southampton win. Uh, this is where I sat this week in terms of the football for the Barclays Women's Championship. I went down to London City Alliance's Prince's Park as they took on Watford. It's a London derby of sorts. Some people will say it's not really a London derby because uh, London City aren't actually in London, but we quibble on those things later. Both teams needed a win and neither team wanted to lose after their week one point. And what you can say about the Barclays Women's Championship is that despite everyone having their say on what's going to happen and what could possibly happen, no one actually knows for sure until the games are over. And this is what happened at the weekend. Probably on paper, you would have said that London City Lioness is considering how many players they lost at the end of last season and how difficult it has been to say to get new players in that they weren't necessarily favourite to win this game. This game being the Harley Bennett derby, along with all of the other former London City Lionesses players who are now playing for Watford. It was a very good game. I will say that right now. And what I didn't really quite get to grips with is seeing Bennett in a Watford shirt. I mean, the Watford kit is great, but it just, it was odd. And I did say hello to Miss Bennett as she walked past and she did say hello back, but she wasn't happy because things didn't go Watford's way. Um, before the game, I had identified possible key players for this fixture in terms of who would stand out. Joel for London City Lionesses, newly appointed captain, moving into a new position from a defensive more to a midfield position. And Coral Jade Haynes, who formerly of Crystal Palace, now at Watford, Really good players in the run, right? And I thought Haynes would definitely be the person to look at in this game, both in midfield and the battle for control would be there. So both teams, you know, want to play football. London City Alliances do, Watford do, and did so uh, from the very start, playing out from the back. And in the first half, it seemed to be a bit dicey, really. It seemed to be a bit dicey for Watford because it seemed as if they were trying to, to, to be not too cute, but they're almost overplayed at times in the early minutes. And it, and it almost, almost in the early moments, caught them out, came unstuck. Uh, but when it did work, it worked very, very well. And Watford would move the ball through the lines very confidently and out onto the flank, uh, out onto the flank and would cause um, London City Alliances a, a, a great deal of problem in the first, say, 15 or 20 minutes. And London City Lionesses were very, very grateful on one occasion, I think it was the eighth minute, when uh, such an approach uh, saw a low cross go right through the back line, right across the goal. No one was there uh, or close enough to tap it in or, or have a, a decent attempt on goal. And that was an indication what Watford could do in this game. They, they, they can play football and they are a footballing team and they understand what they need to do. Um, 
but this being a derby, sometimes you, the, the game doesn't go your way, luck doesn't go your way, and the refereeing calls doesn't go your way. There were plenty of, um, let's say, off-the-ball challenges, slight niggles, pulls, shirts here and there, blocks, and it was a clear block by Watford's number 14, Bennett, obviously. Um, no, not obviously. Uh, no foul was given by the referee, but it did look like a really heavy collision and I was surprised, actually, that the referee was, let's say, lenient in this game because you can see it as a derby. Sometimes things don't necessarily go the way you're expecting to go. Some referees are quite, you know, card happy. In this league, I would say that the referees have a tendency not to be quick with issuing yellow cards. And when they do, it's for something really obscure. So in the first 15 minutes, I would say for Watford, um, Haynes was on top. You know, her game was good, stringing passes together, linking the attack, moving across midfield from left to right. Really, really good. And at that point, London City Alliances didn't really get to grips with her movement at that point. Uh, and with only 12 minutes in, I would say that Haynes, 15, 12 minutes in, I'd say Haynes was on top in terms of who I'd identified as, as players to look out for. Uh, Watford's persistence in that time did pay off. And they did score, um, get on the on the score sheet. Uh, Lafayette, ball across the box, not cleared properly. And despite Maloney's best efforts, and Maloney would be called into action plenty of times in this game, couldn't stop the shot from going in. And you thought at that point that Watford would go on and, you know, kind of take good, strong hold of the game. And I thought at that moment, this was a moment where we see whether or not London City Linuses have the resolve not to be concerned with going a goal down and they, you know, to see whether or not they buckle again, new teams just coming together, just beginning to gel. Um, and it's important to note, you know, that, you know, in terms of a signing for London City Lionesses, Maloney is a huge, it's a super signing, huge, huge signing. WS experience, part of a spine in a team that needs experience, and she was vocal throughout, regularly called into actions, and she made it clear on no uncertain terms when things weren't going well in front of her. And that's what you need, I believe. That's what you need when you're a team that's coming together. You need people who are leaders in their own right, but also they want to win and they will tell you what to do and where to be. Very, very good. In terms of the game, Watford's advantage didn't last long. You know, a nice through ball to Schofield and she makes it one each. And, you know, you could see this was almost... Now, London City Linuses could... It looked like their confidence was back. You know, you're not quite sure. 1-1, one, one, you're not, not sure which way it could go. And then five minutes later or so, a brilliant strike from DC, also known as Daniel Carter, for those not in the know, I've been told, uh, and put uh, London City Lionesses in control. So at this point onwards, I'm thinking, okay, LCL have control. They're moving the ball around well. You know, Watford are not getting their game to go together. You know, defensively, they're, they're a little bit shaky. The midfield is not coming together as it was. Haynes almost seemed to disappear. Uh, and that's, you know, not necessarily a bad thing, but you're thinking this could go one way. Uh, and scoring two goals in this league doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything at all, especially when you have 75 minutes to play. And that's including extra time because extra time definitely is a factor. Uh, so London City's second goal, you know, is a, a culmination of continuous pressing and errors in, in the back line for Watford. You know, so 
this is something that I, I would say that London City Lionesses did very, very well. And again, both teams are trying to play out from the back and, and credit to both teams that they tried to stick to their game plan and did stick to their game plan uh, to, to make it a really entertaining game. Uh, now, in the, the second half, like with most things, you go in, you have your team talk. We see a revitalised Watford. They're, you know, they're full of running, they're full of effort, they're full of energy. And for London City Lionesses, well, let's just say that maybe the heat, maybe the expectation of being in lead had something to do with, who knows? There's a lot going on as well. And also, there's still a new team. But 25 minutes to go, you know, they're looking dead on their feet. And I'm thinking, can they hold on? You know, can they... Is this going to end up the kind of result that gets turned upside down and the team that's in the lead loses by three goals to two or four goals to two? You know, they, they go for a period in the game where they're not, you know, they're not uh, maintaining possession very well. They're giving the ball away too easily. They look at sea for the best will in the world. And so much so that uh, Maloney is called into action frequently, a lot. And uh, at one point, when the ball isn't cleared, you can clearly hear her, her expletive at her teammates as to as to how upset she is as to what's happening in front of her. Because she wants to win. She knows the team is leading by two goals. And she wants to win, you know. She wants to win and she wants that to, to be something. So there, there is that. And that was quite notable. And, and you can come to that a little bit later in terms of... of with 25 minutes to go, roughly looking out on your feet in terms of a boxing match, they were leggy. So during the game, we saw Baptiste come on a sub. Now, Bianca Baptiste, formerly Crystal Palace, very talented player, direct, pacey, um, good dribbler, great shooting ability. You know, I thought this is going to be it. There's going to be some trouble for London City Lionesses now. This player is on. There's going to be no end of, you know, goals being scored didn't necessarily materialise in that way. Despite her efforts and despite her endless running uh, at the LCL back line, um, they only conceded one goal from Watford's efforts, and that was in the 58th minute, you know, and that was due to, I would say, a, a judgment, an error in judgment by Fitzgerald, who who had run her socks off in this game, run so much for the team, defending and going forward and supporting the attack. Missed the ball down the flanks. Johns, you know, latches onto it, is direct in her approach to goal, made no mistake in, in, in burying this low and hard pass Maloney. And Maloney, you know, for all of the great saves in the game, there's some things you just cannot stop, and that shot was definitely not going to be going to be stopped. Uh, further moments in the game for Maloney in terms of her greatness. Um, great stops from close range. I believe one was from Baptiste, literally in the penalty era. Last-ditch tackles from Joel. I mean, I mean, if Lois Joel didn't get that right, it was definitely a penalty. At that point, 3-2, you're thinking, oh, the referee could give it, but it was a clean tackle, gets the ball. Stops a clear goal for Watford. You know, Watford had many, many chances. And I said, this was... If this was a heavyweight fight, if this was any kind of boxing match, you know, London City Lionesses were literally clinging on. They were holding everything that was coming their way and they didn't want to let it go, looking at the clock. Uh, and they make it. They make it over the line and they win um, by three goals to two. In a game where I think, you know, in reflection, neither team could say that they deserve to win outright. Maybe Watford a little bit in terms of opportunity, 
Um, London City Lionesses had the goals. They scored the goals and it was good for the playing in front of the home crowd, home a home win for the, the fans that came to see. But this is a big, it's, it's a big, big win for London City Lionesses and it's a big opportunity miss for Watford in terms of the the this, their attacking style and the effort that they put in. They really put a shift in. And, you know, the weather has been great. The weather at this time of year, people aren't expecting it. They're expecting it to be slightly cooler. To play in conditions when it's really hot and you're not expecting it, it's, it's draining, it's difficult to control the ball. And that was definitely something that London City Lionesses had. For Watford, their energy levels and the way that they played in the second half was fantastic. Um, they will find their form. Watford will find their form. And when they do, they will score plenty of goals. They will score goals and they will cause teams troubles because they have got the personnel. Some, obviously, former uh, London City Lionesses players and former Crystal Palace players who are really talented players, really talented goal-scoring players, and, and they will find their form and they will they will go and do very well in, in the league. And it's too soon to start writing teams off. Only week two, only game day two. Some teams are probably anxious about not getting wins, but this league... Any given weekend, you know, you have a favourite, you go in and you think for one minute they're going to win and it doesn't go their way. Um, that's what's going to happen. And I'll say, uh, in considering the game that just happened, I would have said that Watford were going into that game as favourites. London City Lionesses, less so. They get the win. Watford, one more week where they have to go back and think about the chances that they've missed and what they need to work on. But they know what they need to work on. They're a good team. And they will come good. They will not be in trouble and they will be there and thereabouts when, you know, the business end of the season is, is coming around because, you know, this league is not necessarily generous to anyone. It will be cruel. It will be brutal when you least expect it. But for the neutral, very entertaining. Very, very entertaining. Uh, in terms of um, post-match comments, I was able to speak to one of the goal scorers, Schofield, and I was also able to speak to uh, Carolina, uh, head coach for London City Lionesses. And it was really good to hear from both of them in terms of what they thought about uh, the players that they play with from, from um, Connie Schofield and for Carolina in terms of, you know, what an important player uh, Grace Maloney is for uh, the team and the difficulties that they've had in terms of bringing players in and that has been over a period of weeks because of individuals in World Cup duty, etc. And uh, preseason hasn't necessarily been uh, as as it would, you know, go to plan. What I would say right now that London City Lioness is uh, these fixtures are their preseason, and that's an indication that I got from that the, the coaching staff. This is their preseason, so. Uh, they're, they've done very, very well to get the points that they have on the board and, and considering they're still a young team. But enough from me. Let's hear a little bit from them just after this. I can add two. Okay, two, yeah. Okay, DC, Dan Carter. Obviously, Dan Carter, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I thought she did so well. Like she was holding the ball up. Yeah. Uh, she was turning. Great goal. I'd name her. And I also think um, G. Com uh, that's brackets. Grace Maloney. Yes. Because um, I thought she made some quality saves, big claims when we needed her. Corners claiming, good kicks, really good communication. So yeah, those two. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. Nice. No 
How important is Grace Maloney for you? Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And I think also that she's, uh, she's one of the best keepers that I saw in all my career. And I, I coach also internationally. She's really, really good. Now we know that she was like that. Yeah. And we try everything to convince her to come with us. And we are glad that she chose us. She was very vocal on the pitch. And she, she did show her displeasure at one moment when her teammates uh, didn't actually clear the ball. Yeah, my is uh, exactly, she wants to win. Mm. And the best players in the world are always like that. You want to win. And it's something that you show. She's like that also when uh, she conceived the goal in the training. So we know that the best players are good technically but they are also good personality to win you need a personality to win you you mentioned about fitness uh, from where i was sat the last 25 minutes seems a really long 25 minutes yeah yeah it's true but you have just to think that uh, how how long do we have the team less than two weeks two weeks is not enough to give the, them the fitness that i want that they have so it's uh, just we need, uh, we didn't, we, we do, we did uh, the pre-season, but not with all players. So and you can see, for example, that there were some players, for example, Lucy Fitzgerald, that she ran uh, until, uh, until 98 minutes. But unfortunately, she had to run also for the, the players that are not at that level for now. So it was hard. It was hard also for my heart, you know. <laughs> Great to hear from uh, Connie and Carolina there for London City Lionesses. Now, um, let's talk about the rest of the results for the, <laughs> oh, the Barclays Women's Championship. What a league. When you think, when you think that things can go a particular way, they don't. I started off... Uh, by talking and mentioning about the result for Southampton, a 2-0 win for them, sees them stay at the top of the league for so far. You know, it's early days. Come on now. Let's let's not get carried away. In terms of the other results, we saw Reading play um, early, first game of the weekend, Reading um, drawing against Charlton, going down to 10 men uh, and holding on uh, for their life for a 0-0. It would be very interesting to see how they fare going through the rest of the season. But uh, uh, so far, so good for them in terms of not necessarily losing the, in, in a style that we, you would say, oh, it's going to be damaging. But for Charlton, they will be kicking themselves uh, in terms of the chances that they didn't uh, take when they, they had the advantage. And, um, you know, when you have games like this, you need to take the advantage. Uh, Durham, big win for them at home. Lewis at the bottom, uh, too soon to start worrying about the R word. We know this. It's too soon because things can change week by week. But Durham looked good. Nice 2 nil win for them. Uh, Birmingham City at home. Now, this is a team that I would have thought, like many others, would be at the top of the pile with Southampton. Southampton are there. Birmingham, not so. Uh, they played at home and they lose at home by one goal, um, by one goal, and they score a goal, but Crystal Palace score two. So Crystal Palace travelling away from home. Um, again, a team that's uh, had a, a number of changes in terms of personnel. New manager has been there for a number of uh, months now. 
they're all getting ready to to kind of still gel and build on what they want to do going forward. So a great result for Crystal Palace. Not so much for Birmingham City. And Birmingham City fans are probably a little bit anxious right now. It's only game day two, but a little bit anxious. A little bit anxious. And for Sheffield United, who were absolutely fantastic in their game against Charlton in week day one, where they came back and they got a draw, they showed great resolve. Uh, they, they were at home, they go down to, to 10 men and they lose 1-0 to Sunderland. Now, Sunderland have recruited very, very well. They've got some good players there and they're going to be very tricky customers for individuals that are facing them going forward. So in terms of the league position, at the moment, Lewis are at the bottom. Now it's only it's only game day two. Come on, let's not get too depressed. But just above them is Birmingham. And it's zero points. But this league is a very evil league. It's evil because there are only 12 teams. And uh if you can put two wins together, you move up the league very, very quickly. Sitting at the top with six points is Southampton, Durham second on four points, Crystal Palace on four points, London City on four points, Sunderland on four points. Blackburn on three, Charlton with two, Reading on two, Watford with one, Sheffield United with one. That is the league as it stands so far. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting. I cannot wait to see the next round of games. I know that uh, London City Alliance is host Reading. That'd be an interesting game to go and see. But for the rest of the fixtures that are coming up uh, over the next few weeks, this is the business end of the championship. And again, I'm upset that there are two relegated spots and people say, oh, because there are two teams coming. It doesn't matter. We need to grow the league. I don't want to run too much about that, but uh, it's a really good league to watch. Uh, in terms of away from the Barclays Women's Championship, I, one notable mention, did anyone watch the Arsenal-Manchester United game in the Premier League? What a game. The drama, the VAR, the goals. Fantastic goals from Arsenal. Um, shame about the result, but fantastic goals from Arsenal. And what a way to win. And, you know, Jesus to go on and score a goal like that, it just shows the quality of the striker. He's away from the, the defender. He knows what the defender's going to do. He knows he's going to do a last-ditch tackle. And if the defender doesn't get the ball, it's going to be a penalty. It's going to be one of those moments. The defender is a clean defender. He tries to get the ball, but he's sent to the bus stop with that cutback. And what a great finish from Jesus. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Anyway, that's it from Premier League news. Enough from me. Uh, we'll be back very, very soon. This is On and Off the Pitch podcast, your favourite. Don't remember that. Oh, don't forget it, shall I say. Uh, I'm Rodney Cyrus, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now. Welcome to On and Off the Pitch.